Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Kingpin Talks Podcast, starring your boy, Dunn, the Kingpin. I'm so happy to be behind the mic once again because I know it's been ages since you all have heard from me. I know there's been a while since I was able to release some content to you guys. I promise you I have not forgotten about y'all. I have not um, given up on this baby. It's just that I've been um, taking some time out for myself, for my family, for, you know, my job, you know, my marriage been getting, be putting that, um, as more of a priority at the moment, but I assure you guys that I am not going to let this thing go away. I am not going to allow this podcast to falter. I'm not going to let this baby die and go malnourished or things of that nature. I am back. I am back. I am back. And I'm going to be releasing more consistent uh, content to you guys so that you all can hear from me more. So you all can share this to your friends, share this to people that you may know who may be interested in the things that I talk about. Because one of the things that I believe in is in diversity. I believe in this channel being diverse, not just talking about one thing, but talking about many things in general. And so I just want to ensure you guys that I'm not going anywhere that I'm doing some amazing things with this podcast and I'm going to be in a more prominent position so that you all can get the content that you all desire. So um, we are really halfway throughout this year um, already, believe it or not. This is the month of June and um, it is June 7th. And no matter what uh, time zone you may find yourself in, whether it be morning, afternoon, evening, even nighttime, I know around my parts in my neighborhood is what 216 here in Georgia. So yeah, this Monday is really going by very, very quickly. And um, that's not a good thing for me because I that leaves me one more day off of work and I gotta go back in on Wednesday. So I'm really gonna need these two days to go by slowly. <laughs> so um but I'm gonna enjoy I'm gonna enjoy these days off regardless. Um really don't matter to me. So, um, yeah, I hope that you all have had a great first half of 2021 so far and what resolutions you may have made at the beginning of the year. I hope that you either have met those goals or you are working towards, you know, achieving those goals. So I just want you all to be in the perfect health, physical, mental, emotional, whatever, um, whatever thing you may be working on, just know that you and only you can achieve it. And you already have what you need on the inside of you to be able to accomplish every goal, every vision, every dream, every dream that you want to. So, yeah, uh, what I want to come on here and talk about is basically um, we are in the semifinals, you know, quote unquote, round two of the 2021 NBA playoffs. And I just want to come over here and talk about um, the individual matchups and on um, things of that nature and just give you my predictions and um and who i who i see um going to the conference finals in each conference um so let's get into it so on uh, the first series that i want to get into is in the, in the eastern conference um you have the philadelphia 76ers versus the atlanta hawks um we see that on yesterday, the Hawks actually pulled off a close one um, against the Philadelphia 76ers. 
in Philadelphia. So I just felt like that was a good win for the Hawks. And um, one thing about Atlanta, I really had them losing to um, to the Knicks in the first round, but they really surprised me by winning that series in five games. So um, Trey Young has really been balling. Um, he is not Ice Trey for a reason. Ice Trey is putting the NBA on nose and say, you know what, I'm coming. I'm I am arriving. Y'all better be looking out for me. So um, I'm really glad to see Atlanta really get into a place where um, I'm not going to call them contenders as of yet, but they are ahead of schedule uh, to me personally because I didn't really see them going this far. Um, so for them to pull off a win on yesterday, um, they really had that game in hand uh, for most of the game. But you see um, the defensive prowlers of Philadelphia combined with the cold shooting of um, Atlanta at, the re- at a really bad time in that fourth quarter really um, almost cost Atlanta the, um, the win, but they was able to pull it off in a very hostile environment. In Philadelphia, we know that crowd is really, really ruckus. Um, I actually saw one Atlanta Hawks fan in the midst of a Philadelphia crowd really going off, and I'm just surprised he didn't get jumped or anything because we know how uh, rowdy the Philadelphia um, fan base can be at times. But um, like I was saying, for them, for the Hawks to really pull off this win, it was really, really incredible. And um, this series really is going to depend on the health of Joel Embiid um, because, at you know, at certain points of his career um, where he, you know, could be balling, he could be going off, it seems that the injury bug con- consistently plays him. And the thing at the end of the day is that um, – it really, it really, how far the Sixers go to really depends on how far Embiid is really is ready to carry them, and uh, like I say, it just really seems like that at the wrong times he just get injured, and it's been like that for basically his whole career. He basically sat out the first two years of his career, I believe, um, due to injuries and so forth, and so um, I'm just ready for him to get to a point to where he can stay healthy for. Um, a long period of time and it just seemed like he was still hampered by that knee injury on yesterday you could see him in the fourth quarter really limp, limping um down and really wavering um in his movement during that fourth quarter but i i admire him for staying out there and um really um putting off a good show um against atlanta and a very valiant but you know failing effort because they wasn't able to pull it off uh, and then so right now Atlanta leads that series one to zero. Um, I really my predictions for that series is that Philly is gonna win in six games because I truly believe that the defense of Philadelphia, um, they're gonna come out with more um they're gonna come out with more tenacity, they're gonna come out with more aggression um in game two, which is tomorrow. And um, I just feel like the experience of the Philadelphia 76ers um, is really going to um, put a toll on on the Atlanta offense. Um, Even though Trey Young, you got John Collins out there, you got um, Bolt, Bogdan, Bogdanovich, you got them boys out there playing some serious basketball, and they really can light you up from three from the perimeter. 
And uh, you got Clint Capell out there. He's anchoring that paint. He's anchoring that defense. And he really is a, a ball hawk. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> but um, I just feel like the experience of Doc Rivers and, and Danny Green and Tobias Harris, um, Ben Simmons, and, and Joel Embiid is really going to um, have a toll on, on Atlanta. Atlanta, even though they are on a hot street right now, their lack of experience in the playoffs, um, I, I believe, is really going to come and bite them eventually. So for this series, I got the Sixers winning by six games. I got the I got the Sixers wrapping this up in the six games. They're going to move on to the conference finals. Um, moving on to the next series, we have the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets, and um, I really believe that. Um, from jump, even when Brooklyn made their trade for James Harden, um, even though they're the big three they have in Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, they are unstoppable, almost unstoppable uh, trio of scores. I mean, each one can give you at least 50 a night, and I truly believe that. But I just feel like the lack of defense that the Brooklyn Nets play, um, specifically in the paint, could really pose a problem to them um, come playoff time and come um, when it's time for them to, you know, compete for championships. And I just feel like that's where Milwaukee can really um, can really dominate at in the paint. You know, you have, um, you have of course, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, who's really uh, taking his uh, game seriously. I've seen very, very – um, much improvement in his jumper and his shooting. Um, I always felt like he was, um, as they call him, the, a Greek freak. Uh, I've always called him a freak of nature on the court. Um, but when he gets him a jumper, that's when you're going to really see his game evolve. And I'm just thankful that he was able to finally get him a jumper. And um, that's all going and stuff. And so um, I have Milwaukee. Actually, winning this series in six, I won't be surprised if it goes seven. I just feel like, to me, even though Brooklyn has three of the most dynamic scores um, that we've ever seen on one team, I just feel like the addition of Drew Holiday has really been has really uh, done wonders for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, we've seen them in the first round, how they just they just blazed through the heat. Like, there was no issue, and they was like, you know what? We're going to come out here. We're going to dominate. Um, we know what y'all did to us last season when y'all beat us in five games, but we're going to go ahead and get y'all up out of here. So I just feel like um, the holiday move was really a good move for them, gave them another another person that can defend, that, that can score points and necessary situations and so forth. And um, really the size of Brute Lopez, Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, I feel like Middleton is playing more free now in this season. He has played with uh, less stress, less pressure. He's just going out there and just doing what he needs to do to get his team to win. And so I just feel like that combined with the fact that James Harden got injured and game one with the hamstring that had his uh, limit that had limited him to um, being out twenty plus games in this season, and him not playing um, tonight, 
I just feel like all those all those elements um can really give Milwaukee the win in this series. Um, I'm not saying that I don't believe that Brooklyn can come back and you know try to make this a series. I mean, even though they are up one to zero right now. So I'm just I'm just saying I'm getting just getting my prediction. I really I predict that Milwaukee is going to win this series by six. But if it goes seven, I would not be surprised because these are two dynamic teams that really can, you know, hurt you from the perimeter. They can hurt you from three. I just feel like the advantage that Milwaukee has over Brooklyn is just defense. And they can really um they can really dominate in the paint offensively. And sometimes they can light you up from three as well. So I got Milwaukee winning this series in six games. The next series we have is uh, we're going to be shifting to the Western Conference uh, semifinals. And we have the Utah Jazz versus the Los Angeles Clippers. I feel like this series is really going to be the tale of, of, of two different teams that play two different styles. Uh, we see the clip. We saw the Clippers on yesterday. They won um, in Game Seven versus the Dallas Mavericks, and um, that was the first time in that series that a home team actually won a game. And what a time um, that had to happen <laughs> because we saw that all six games, no home team has ever been able to win a game in that series itself for Game Seven. So. Value effort by the Clippers. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, he came out there. He really did his thing by leading the team with his play, with his defense. Um, Paul George, you know, he's found his shot this season, um, even though he had um, had a, a rough time in the playoffs last season, you know, with the whole way off P and pandemic P and all this type of stuff. And uh, he's really found his shot. Um, the Clippers, they really added some great players. Um, some great quality players this past offseason with the addition of Nicholas Batum, Serge Ibaka, um, who who had who did not play in this series with Dallas. Um, I know he's going through some back issues and what and so ever, but I feel like he's going to be back eventually at some point during this Utah series. And um, they're they're really loaded. They're really loaded. Um, going on to Utah. Uh, of course, they have Donovan Mitchell. Uh, by Donovich, he's bad. They got Mike Conley. Um, they added Derek Favors. They uh, have the sixth man of the year coming off the bench and Jordan Clarkson. And, of course, you got that, um, the Stifle Towers, they call him Rudy Gobert, man in the middle, and um, just really being a terror, both offensively and defensively. Um, really, when I actually have the Clippers win this series in six. Basically because I feel like Utah really don't have enough to match the firepower that the Clippers have. Um, the Clippers really have um, that that tandem of, of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard that could pose a problem to the Utah Jazz. But we've seen crazier things happen. Um, I mean, last year we seen Denver come, come back from 3-1 twice in one playoff. Um, to really, you know, and then they had that 3-1 comeback um, from, you know, the beat the Clippers. So we've seen crazy things happen, but I just feel like in this series, the Clippers uh, really have the talent necessary to get past the Jazz. So I got the Clippers winning in six games. 
I might go five on that, but I I just feel like Utah might get two games on them. Um, but if it is five, I, you know, I wouldn't be mad about it. And um, last but not least, we have the Denver Nuggets versus the Phoenix Suns. Um, of course, that series start tonight. Um, and of course, the Utah and, and Clifford series starts tomorrow and so forth. So um, I'm very interested in this Denver and Phoenix series because here's two teams that um that really has showed some promise and uh, really showed some 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 tenacity to really press on um throughout these playoffs and throughout the season. You of course you got Denver uh with Nikola Jokic, who is my MVP. I feel like he's gonna win MVP um basically because he can give you a triple double in a given night. He basically is the driving force for the Nuggets. If he don't come out there and do what he's supposed to do, then Denver really don't have a chance. And um, so a lot of pressure is on him, a lot of responsibility is on him to not only score, not only to rebound, but to really set up that offense and really set up um, the key guys for that Denver offense. Um, and then you, you got Jamal Murray who, you know, injured his knee in the season, out for the season, that was a bit blow to the Denver Nuggets. But for them to even claim the, the third seed without him and really Jokic really being the, the only um, threat out there, uh, that was really a great accomplishment. I really like that pickup of that um, Aaron Gordon trade, really gave them somebody that can also score, give you about 15, 20, even 25 a night. Um, who could really, you know, be a bit body in the paint. Um, he's a high flyer. Uh, he can really score when necessary. And so I like the Denver team. I like what they're really doing. You got Monte Morris coming off the bench, um, things of that nature. And um, this Phoenix team, um, I got a really sore source. I'm not even going to lie. I got a sore spot for the for the Phoenix Phoenix Suns because they took out my Lakers <laughs> in six games. Yes, my, my you know the Lakers really did not have a. Uh, we had an okay season, had an okay season, but injuries and a quick turnaround from last year and won a championship, and um, injuries to LeBron and AD really really derailed um, what could have been a back to back season. But um, much respect to Phoenix. They came out there did what they had to do. And um, I feel like in this series, I'm kind of um, – I don't really know. I don't know who I have. I really want to lean towards Phoenix because I just feel like the addition to Chris Paul and um, his, his veteran leadership and him setting up his guys to succeed is really going to be the difference. But, again, I have to think about how is that shoulder going to – um hold up because of course he injured it in the um series with the Lakers on that stinger his shoulder and we have to really pay attention to that Devin Booker and Devin Booker is a beast he is a beast he says I'm coming I'm um I'm I'm putting the world on notice that I'm coming I got that mama mentality uh he really showed in that Lakers series especially that closeout game he really lit us up much respect to Devin Booker. Um, I've always had him as a star, all-star potential. Um, but it looks like he's about to make that transition to a superstar. And um, 
Of course, you got uh, DeAndre Ayton out there. He's about to make that jump to an all-star uh, potential player. Um, he out there can, you know, give it to you on both ends of the court. He can give you about 20, you know, 2020. And um, he really gets the job for the Phoenix Suns. Of course, you got Mikael Bridges out there, uh, two-way, you know, three and D player. He can go out there and give you buckets. And he can lock. He can go out there and and you know guard top perimeter players. He can guard your star perimeter players. And so I just feel like, um, from a talent standpoint, I'm I'm actually going to roll with Phoenix. In six games, I'm going to roll with Phoenix in six, basically because, like I was saying, with the Clippers and the Jazz, I just feel like Phoenix has more talent. Um, they have that veteran leadership in Chris Paul, and um, that's really going to be the difference maker. Jokic is going to do uh, all that he can to get his team on top and to get his team to where they need to be. But I just feel like with that loss of Jamal Murray, that you know, that loss of, of him, I just feel like that's going to be the difference maker in this series. So I got Phoenix winning in six games. It could go seven. Uh, I just feel like it's going to be that type of series. There's going to be a little back and forth. You really don't know who's going to come out on top. You really don't know who's going to show up because on any given night, you know, this is the playoffs. So, I mean, you have to really pay attention to everything. So, um, I got Phoenix in six games. Won't be surprised if it goes seven. Um, so that's my pick for the conference uh semifinals. Um, for the Philadelphia Seven Sisters versus Atlanta, I got Philly winning in six. Um, for Milwaukee versus Brooklyn, I got the Bucks winning in six games. It could go seven, but I got the Bucks going in that one. Um, Utah versus uh the Clippers, I got the Clippers winning in. Six games, it may go five. May go five. You know, it all depends on how consistent and how engaged the Clippers are. So it may go five, it may go six, but I got the Clippers in that one. And then last but not least, I got um in the Denver versus Phoenix series. I got the Suns winning six games. Again, that 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 series could go seven, but I got um I got the Suns in that one. So that's my predictions. Um, that's my analysis of all the semifinals games. Um, I I'm very impressed um, of of what we have. I'm very impressed of what we have. I'm not. I'm over the Lakers loss. Um, I'm over that. I mean, what what happened happened. Just have to focus on next season and getting back to um, championship basketball that we know that we can do. But I like the teams that that we have right now in the playoffs. Um, and it is pretty much wide open. I know some people got, you know, Nets and five. Some people already picked the Nets. Some people may have picked the Clippers. But I just feel like it's wide open right now. Like, you never – you don't know – we don't know who's going to win a championship. But um, it's, it's, it's playoffs has been fresh. It's been fresh, That and that's my thing. It's, it's really – it really has been fresh. It's been rejuvenating, even in a shortened season. Um, the NBA really has done a great job um, putting forth um, a great year and a great playoffs. And I'm so happy to have the fans back because it seemed like uh, with the fans back, getting back to that, the way it was before the pandemic, when everybody was rowdy 
and you know everything was as the way it's supposed to be so i'm very excited about this playoff series um wonder what other stories is going to come out who's going to make it to the conference finals and so forth so that's all i wanted to come on here and talk about and um give you my take of the conference semifinals and who's going to win and so forth and so um if you really have enjoyed this episode i admonish you that you um support this channel that you support um what we're doing what i'm doing and um you like share and subscribe to uh, the kingpin talks podcast channel i will be sharing this via facebook instagram even youtube because we now have a youtube channel that you all can go to and listen so wherever you may go on youtube look up the kingpin talks podcast and all my videos and what we're doing on this channel will show up and um i really thank y'all for taking the time to listen to this uh, and like i said it's so happy i'm so happy to be behind the mic once again to give y'all um premium content and uh, i know that i'm not perfect and um i may be saying i'm a lot but i'm not perfect and i'm going to get better i'm going to get better i'm going to do better and give y'all current content and give y'all what y'all want so for me to you guys stay safe stay blessed and i love y'all y'all have a good day